be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets, and they own all the big media companies. So they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They they spend millions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers obedient workers people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay the longer hours the reduced benefits the end of overtime and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it and now they're coming for your social security money they want your fucking retirement money they want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on wall street and you know something they'll get it they'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place it's a big club and you ain't in it you and i are not in the big club by the way it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe all day long beating you over the head in their media telling you what to believe what to think and what to buy the table is tilted folks the game is rigged and nobody seems to notice nobody seems to care Good, honest, hard-working people, white-collar, blue-collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. You know? I don't believe that. I... <laughs> You <laughs> All right, here we are. No carnival parking. Number seven. Uh, we are here with Baggio. That's all I know. They didn't yeah, even give me the rest rest of your of your name. He's like Madonna. Just call him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Baggio, Pagliarulo. Last name's a lot harder. So, <laughs> oh, holy shit, dude! Your last name's Pagliarulo. Yep. Are you are, are you related to Mike Pagliarulo at all? Um, there's some type of relation somewhere there. Like uh, I remember when he was in, was playing for the Yankees, that was always the big question. And my grandmother used to always say that I was like a cousin of a cousin. <laughs> I fucking oh. love it, Mike, bro, Mikey Pags. Jesus Christ, that brings me back. That's amazing. And it's funny because I didn't know you had a last name either. I just assumed <laughs> that it was a uh, you know Bono kind of thing, and your name's just. Biagio, and that's it. So, yeah. yeah, well, some people think that I, I'm going only by my last name. They just think my last name is Biagio. Like, well, what's your first name? And I'm like, no, that that is the first name. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, man, this guy is going to know I don't know his name when I send his invite with just his last name on it. 
So if uh, to bring everyone up to speed, Biagio is a uh, a pretty well known tattoo artist, uh, also just a straight up artist, a very good friend of mine, and uh, I'm really happy to have him on No, no Carnival Parking. Um, he's definitely lived the carnival life. Uh, not only is he a very well known tattoo artist throughout the world, he travels the world tattooing people, so he fits perfectly into um, what we do here. So, um, uh, Biagio, what do you think about that? Uh, that 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 bit we just played uh well uh it's it's interesting you know because i i do remember hearing it from before and it's all stuff that i've always kind of heard about i've done a little bit of my own research and uh even seen little things that popped up let's say about the shadow government uh big government and this kind of like comes right back to one of my most recent facebook posts somebody sent me and, it, and this is actually really interesting. Somebody from Austria sent me um, a link to a bunch of material from different sources talking about Q. And I, I never heard of this Q, the Q movement and all that stuff. Um, so the more I'm looking into it, the more I'm, I'm, I'm re realizing it's like, all right, all these little things that I had questions and, and wondered about and a little bit of this, a little bit of that. They're just kind of coming together in this whole idea of the Q movement. And I didn't look into it a lot more than that, but uh i don't know i believe in the shadow government i think there is something there i I've, I've seen proof of it come out in congress when people are questioned and they can't talk about the people who are pulling the strings and they can't even identify who these people are so mm -hmm. i know there's more to it whether or not it's a conspiracy theorized that by certain people or this or that i can't say anything about that i'm a nobody <laughs> yeah. we're all nobodies man even the ones that think they're somebody's are nobodies that's what's beautiful about that bit yeah, I mean, I mean that, I, he, he was one of the biggest comics of the time, and he's saying, "And I'm not in it. We're all not in it." Um, yeah, and, and and this isn't something recent. That like what what, what oh, year is that from? I mean, <laughs> that's got to be the nineties, right? Like yeah. early, early, early nineties, if not for, yeah. for certain. And it's you know we're talking thirty years later. Like this, yeah, this that is, just this goes, is crazy. That just goes to show you that it's always the same game. Everybody Absolutely. thinks like we have it figured out, man. It's gonna work well, this time, and it's like you guys are idiots. That's the problem not that I have sometimes with with you know, like yes, we're we, we're always getting more and more information, but at the same time, like where is that information coming from? And even if it's they're they're letting us know just a little bit, they're letting us know it. You know what I mean? And chase it's your fucking, tail. It could be to chase yeah, your tail. That's what I mean. Yeah. And it's so hard to disseminate like all of these things that are coming at you at the same time. And it's like. You know, even with the news, it's like you look at the news and it's like, why am I going to listen to these guys? They're so partisan this way. Why am I going to listen to these guys? They're so partisan that way. So it's like you're just being constantly lied to there. Then you look at the Internet and it's like, wow, like this is awesome. Like group, you know, people all over the world sharing ideas and thoughts. And this is great. But what's their fucking agenda? And it's just it's it's hard, man. And again, it's just like you said, Mike, it's like chasing your tail. And and it's disheartening because when you think that you figured something out, <laughs> it's it's like. Well, you know, well, I think they, they do it on purpose because they want you to just chase something for here, forever. Here, here's the thing that we could we could say about Q because Q is something you guys I have all no know, idea. What, I have no idea what it is. Q. OK, so Q on Q anon or Q anon or whatever. It's it was um, it's a group on 4chan. Uh, that's I barely been, know what that is. 4chan's like a message board group on <laughs> online. And for the last three years, they've been posting like very cryptic messages 
and they won't say who Q is. They say it's a group of something, some kind of military intelligence or whatever. And it, it's been um, lots and lots of information has come out through Q. I was big into Q three years ago. I got out of it because it's always like next week, the, the tribunals are coming. They're going to arrest everyone. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was like talk about chasing your tail. But it's, now that it's this whole, basically like, like uh, for the layman, it's like, um, what is that? Oak Island. I don't know what that means. Uh, Oak Island is a TV show on like I'll tell the, you what it really the History doing. Channel, and they keep doing the same thing. They're like, "We're about to find the treasure next yeah. week," and the guy pulls up something. It's like, "Oh, what is this?" And it's always like just a coin or something. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's Geraldo's vault. It's yeah, Geraldo's it's funny you say that, Clint, because that's the way I felt vault. with Q a couple years, like a couple years ago. I felt like that with Q. I was like, I felt like um, in that movie Christmas Story. Where it's like you decrypt everything and it's just like drink your oval team. Like what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, or like finding big or like finding Bigfoot. Or finding Bigfoot and like every episode you think you're gonna find Bigfoot and you never do. But Or you finally find him and he says, Drink your oval team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So here it is. So here but here's the thing. So I, I have uh you guys uh, whatever, I'm not name dropping, I'm just telling you a couple people I'm friends with in this world and they don't like to be called conspiracy world, we'll call the truth world. I talk to on the phone and we all go back and forth, back and forth to the Q thing. But Sam Tripoli says it best. Sam Tripoli says it best. Regardless of what Q is, it woke up a lot of people. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter really at this point. It could be because I'm getting to the point now where I believe maybe um, I have a friend that's pretty well known in the truth community. He really pretty much thinks Q is John F. K. Jr. That he never died, that he's on an island, and he knew they killed his father, and he's cryptically putting out this information. He really believes it, and there's a big hope, man. That's really cool. I think that's going way too far. That's like me going balls deep. Like, I am all for lizard people. I want it to be true. Hey, if it's true, it's so fucking cool. If he shows up one day and he's like, you killed my father, motherfuckers, I'm coming for you. That'd be so cool. Like, he's Inigo Montoya? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it would be so cool. Um, but what I think you might be I think Q might be, which is, this would be kind of interesting. I've been playing with this idea a lot lately. It, when um, you explained it, it sounds like the online militia. So here, so check it out. So there's other, so there's other, so this is where Henry's kind of right too. So there's other communities of that are real truth seekers that say it's Cicada. I don't know if you guys know what Cicada is. Cicada yeah. is like the hacker group that fucks with people. So there's some people like, dude, it's just Cicada fucking with all you Republicans and fucking with all you Trump supporters because it, it's very heavy. That's what part of it kind of scares me. It's very heavy. Like Trump is the savior. Like he is going to save the world. That's that's, that's like, my eh. that's my main motherfucking I'm like, issue. Eh, it's it, a little it's weird, like, dude. Come on. So I, maybe people, maybe he's like Mike. You and I talked. I don't mean to cut you off, but we talked about this the other day where it's like even if even if he's just the 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 actual puppet, like the figurehead that leads to this fucking where they take all these motherless fucks out once and for all, dude, I will fucking, I'll blow that dude. I don't give a fuck. That's kind of amazing. Like, make make that happen. Get the, get these motherless fucks off of the fucking planet, execute every last one of them. And I will fucking jerk you off in the street. And how much shit I have, how much shit I have talked about that fucking guy. And I still hate his guts. And I still don't believe that it's fucking true. And I apologize for whatever. I don't really. Who but, exactly you know, are if it is, and fucks. he fucking and he brings these motherfuckers to justice once and for all, and like shuts it all down, that's my motherfucking man. You can make him king for all. What I care. the he can, run this, he can run this fucking planet, or just well, you know, basically planet, <laughs> until 
until the day I fucking die, and I will salute that motherfucker, and I'll, I'll wave that flag. But I just don't see it, because you're telling me that that dude fucking hasn't had his fucking hand in some shit? I just, I don't fucking buy that for one second. Sorry. No, that, and that's why that's why I'm not all for Q, but it, it is true that it's... It, it's Q has opened up a lot of eyes. Now, where I get weird and play with this idea is I kind of think Q might possibly be. And I know it's going to be far out, guys. I know I don't go there that often. I know I try to keep things very normal. Um, I think Q might be highly advanced AI that possibly sees into the future and is kind of dropping what's about to happen. No, I think like the the what if, okay, some of the high-ranking generals... That, yeah, that were gotten rid of, were gotten rid of like with the deal like, hey, you go from the other side and fuck this shit up, you know, like put out the information that you have while you're not in the government. You can do it secretly. Well, that's what like the most. That's what the normal people think it is. I mean, that would it's, be it's still like military, gnarly. Like generals coming together yeah. to leave, and they think they think that's also still it's like gnarly. Gnarly for the people <laughs> that it's like they're like almost talking to each other cryptically. They're like this is going on, that's going on. And that's like kind of, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It could be a, but think about it. It could be like we full circle. We were just talking about. It could just be to chase your tail, follow something. It's Russian bots. The Russian thing, I'm. I think it's bullshit. I've heard that a million times. It's Russian. It's it's it's. All right, it's American. It's, I've heard it's Israeli. We have the, it's, it's, we it's have not, the best I, bots. I think it's too. It's too thought out to be Russian. We have the best I, bots. I, I, I don't, believe I, I don't, me. I don't know how to explain that properly, but and it's not like an insult. But I think that. The things that they say are too thought out to to be the Russians. The Russians don't fucking operate like well, that. Well, because we clearly have the best bots. Ask Trump. <laughs> uh, again, though, so, like, but they they think they think like that's what I'm, that's kind of the point is they have like a, a mechanical way of thinking things where it's you know the the most obvious answer is the one that's right in front of you blah 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 and and I think that the Q, the Q stuff goes like super fucking deep and relies heavy on like belief systems and blah 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 so i, I don't know I, I again i i can't speak from super experience because i won't i won't touch that stuff like i you know i read a couple things and i was like no i'm good um you know like i i have i have my own opinions about stuff and for the most part i'm a rambling idiot too but, you have your own you know, opinions I, I you know yeah, occasionally um when i'm when i'm not a uh what the fuck are we talking about when i'm not a vpn <laughs> salesperson. We sell VPNs. <laughs> yeah, last episode oh, Henry just was like fucking a walking advertisement. He's a fucking shill, man. I'm, I'm definitely shill. a shill. I am a hundred percent a shill. A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, like, like, it, can you really be secure with the VPNs? I, that's my other thing too. Uh, so that was my question. Okay, let me let me actually physically ask the question, being that I got fucking ridiculed up and down the street the other day. So do you, Biagio, do you use anything else besides like Google to look up stuff? So I know there's like certain ones out there where it's like, up, oh, it's, it's secure. You know what I mean? I don't know because like, like Google, for some reason, I, I haven't been, I don't know. It, it's been questionable, the, the sources and the, re, the results I've been getting from Google. So I can't really believe it anymore. But all the stuff that I used to find uses Google as a power search engine. Right, right, so right. I can't right. find any other so, way. It's almost like they're all subsidiaries of the same shit anyway. And again, to be like, oh, no, it's super secure and you can look up whatever you want. I would say DuckDuckGo. Uh, so, okay, What's that's – fuck. I, I've never duck, mentioned duck, it go. by name, but that's the one I fucking use. That's the I, Wild I, that's West. Because I, I heard about it. I was like, oh, like, 
okay, whatever. And then it's like, yeah, you can look up like fucking anything. And That's it's the like, Wild West. When you start looking, engines. but when you start looking up things like fucking like Bluebeam and Paperclip and all those things, it's like then you start getting fucking a little bit more in-depth stories rather than just like the fucking Wikipedia version of yeah. the conspiracy theory. It's like when when you look at certain things off of Google and it starts with. It is a conspiracy theory, which is a fucking term. <laughs> that was co- that's a term that was coined by the CIA. Like they came up with make it. you crazy. Same, it's the it, yes to, to make you feel like you're fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm, sorry to, ta- I'm sorry to tap on my desk, Clint. Uh, but it's it's a thing that they they put out there to make you feel like you're fucking crazy. And immediately, immediately within fucking twelve hours of the whole Pizzagate thing. The, like the term fake news was fucking generated like a, a million times where it's like, again, like it's like it, it puts this idea in your head that like, that's so crazy. That could never, ever, ever happen. And you know you're what, a conspiracy theorist. You know what my favorite is? That guy that checks everything. What's the fucking Snopes? Snopes. Snopes. Yo, oh, Snopes said. I'm like, who the fuck is Snopes? I, asked you guys him, know about I, Snopes? I was like, Do you guys know about Snopes? I was like, well, here's I, the I thing. Don't, Here, I don't at all. Here's the whole premise to me. Hey, Biagia, do you know anybody that you would let just cipher all your news and tell you what was correct and what wasn't and you wouldn't second guess them? No, no. I, I've, I've more than not have many arguments with people who try to be that person. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even personally know anybody you would let do that. Yet we're all letting these assholes sitting in their basement just uh dude that's literally what it is it's like three <laughs> fucking college kids that run if you go, if you go into snopes it's like fucking three college kids that run it that's insane. yeah i i, that's I mean insane. i think i know what you're talking about because I, I every time there's always this fact check thing or check by snopes and this and that oh, and like anyone that shows me snopes on it, it's always like i don't know it, it, it you're not really sound with your fact checking it doesn't it sounds like it's just oh that's my opinion yeah they're like, nah, we don't think so. <laughs> yeah. If that someone is, shows is, me Snopes, I tell them to go fuck their mother and get out of here. We can't <laughs> talk anymore. That is 100% a fucking Simpson reference. It, it like loaded up, but you know, I'll leave that one be. Anyway. Is it? Um, oh, no. no well, they're, just they're like the, uh, when they were talking about Mr. X and he's like, yeah, well, I heard that fucking uh, Mayor Quimby took the pothole money and he's making a pool out of it. And he's like, he's like, oh, well, he's like, that's amazing. Where'd you hear that? And he's like, Jimbo. He's like, oh, Jimbo, Jimbo's gold. And he's like, wait, actually, it might have it might have been Nelson. He's like, we have confirmation. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like it's like almost like, you know, uh, what was it? Like, like Eddie Bravo comes up with some shit. And then Joe Rogan's like, well, that makes sense. It's like confirmed. Run that story. Biagio, <laughs> <laughs> you remember Biagio and I were into this fucking shit so long ago that this is when like we actually cared that we like hide our phones before we talk about like some of this crazy shit. Oh like, yeah, I, yeah. Like like me and our my friend Joe, who Biagio knows like, also, we would like borrow people, other out. people's laptops to look up things because we were so scared we we're gonna end up in a FEMA camp. It's true though. Like I, I, you know, when it comes to something like that, I would try to do that. <laughs> you know, like. I even thought at this time we would be having like I don't know like these little like devices that you would like leave at the door just so you can keep yourself into like a you know a private zone because I mean it's now proven all these phones are listening to every single thing. Yeah, Gio and I are such on the same wavelength, dude. When I can't sleep at night, I'm thinking about b- designing that device for everyone. Just <laughs> throw all your shit. We always are like this, him and I. I've been thinking about a thing you put at your fucking when your door just so your house is fucking you know it's good. 
Like, yeah, you can talk yeah. to your wife about whatever the fuck you want, but you know the yeah, other it's, box. You drop you're, everything you're, in. You're, bl- you're blanketed in, like, fucking electronic safety. <laughs> yeah, something like giant, that. Like, house made out of tinfoil. Well, not for nothing. When they fucking when they finally flip on the five G, we're gonna need that shit for real because fucking <laughs> we're all gonna turn into like mutants well, or like melt. Of, like I know this is just a conspiracy theory, let, let's say, but like the whole thing with the coronavirus and everybody in, you have the streets free and a lot of things going on. So I'm going out there every now and again, and I live right by Newark, Newark Airport, and I saw this this plane landing that wasn't a passenger plane completely sealed off minus a few windows up front. No, no uh, badging on the side. Looked like it was air force one, but not at all. And I don't know. I was wondering what the hell could that be about? You know? Cause like, it was definitely like one of those suspicious landings I, yeah. I've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. Have you, has anyone been on the street like driving in your car after let's say 10, 11 and 12 PM recently? Yeah. Okay. Well, recently would be about. Oh, it definitely uh, be our show. <laughs> okay. Saying? Okay. So <laughs> I have, drove it like ten you, last night. Have but. you noticed? Have you noticed multiple state troopers on local roads? No, I heard about that. I actually got sent a text <laughs> message that that would have been the case, and 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 then I'm leaving, and I'm like, uh, now I'm going to have to deal with this and explain myself, and I didn't see a single one anywhere. So, as you all know, I so drove. that's totally a fucking thing in this area, and that's like, is it, com- dude? Completely confirmed, swear to fucking Christ on the cross. No, so see, you can't this, just. This listen. is my info about uh, almost two weeks ago. So, yeah. you know, no, I'm, t- I'm talking like fucking last night or the night before last. Listen, you can't just say there he goes. He just snoped us. He just goes confirmed, bro. I swear. By <laughs> me, yo, e pinky swear. I eat pinky, pinky swear you. Pinky You're swear, good. Pinky swear me. <laughs> pinky fucking swear me right now. I pinky. Hey, I pinky swear that was the thing. Hold on. Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. I, I love I that you guys are. You guys are not, telling me something. I don't know this. I'm not. Tra- I'm not trying. I'm not trying to fucking spread disinformation or whatever. I'm. I'm telling you from an experience. Whether you know people believe that or not. I'm. Were you out late? I, I, I like promise you that. Was were you li- Were you out late? Anyway, doing nefarious things. Why were you out so late? Yeah, what were you doing? Did you have your paperwork? <laughs> all, all, <laughs> Are you even all essential, wanted, bro? All I wanted to do was go to the gas station that's on the corner. Which is here, definitely closed. That's it. Not anymore, son. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Huh? Not a essential bitch. Come <laughs> 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 up the road. Well, you know, I mean, dude, sometimes I just, you know, like I'm sitting here and I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little fucking vegetated and i want like a motherfucking twix you know yeah and well I'm welcome like, and, I'm, and that shit's like you know a couple hundred yards away so welcome like, to the country car, and i'm going to get me a motherfucking twix because it takes less than two minutes to do the total thing and uh yeah man like fucking pull out of there and there's just one part sitting this way as if it's doing fucking traffic um and so that was mine and then i have a friend same thing swear swear on the fucking on anything it was like i saw like two of them like i don't understand like what the fuck are they doing around here i was like are you serious it's like yeah yeah like 100 percent, not local cops at all and like i same thing like i swore i was gonna get pulled over blah 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 blah. you know and it's just like nope they just kept cruising yeah so, so I drove, I drove, <laughs> i'm just i'm just again like i'm not i'm not even floating a theory i'm just telling you something that like has fucking happened 
I drove down to the, the beach, to Point Pleasant, which is an hour and a half from my house to go get, you know, to go. I was going to go to the docks and pick up fish. Uh, and then I went to, uh, you know, a local brewery down there. And it was so fucking weird driving on the streets. They had uh, all the toll booths were shut down. It says you'll be mailed your your tick your uh, toll. <laughs> Can you and, mail them back like coins? <laughs> yeah, and then and then so there's no toll booths. Every like three to five miles, there were signs saying "slow down." You will just be sent. You will set, be sent a ticket in the mail, and we'll have to show up at court. Oh wow! Yeah, so- and then and then check this out. This is where I'm like, wait, am I fucking crazy or what? I swear on my life, never seen this before in my, my life. It was not my phone. Across the dash of the Subaru, it said, you have been traveling for over two two uh, hours. Hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I've been in this car for way more than two hours before. I've never seen that before. That What, like on like your digital screen? On the digital, like your navigation the, on the and shit? It was like, it was like. Um, no, but I'm saying like, 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 like your nav unit. It right? actually, no, not on the oh, nav. That was uh, my phone. It was like across the, here. It actually said, it said, engine's been on for over two hours. Like with an exclamation point. I was like, what? And you've never seen that before. Dude, you've you've driven with me for five. Oh, I know. That's what I mean. Dude, we were we were in the fucking car for eight and a half hours. Yeah. Like, no, never have seen that before. I was like, what the fuck? It was creepy. Driving was creepy. That's every every. I mean, you know, I don't drive anyway. But like people, everyone that I know that is driving places, especially at night, is like, dude, it is like the craziest fucking thing you'll ever see. <laughs> Now, Biagio, you live in a more of an urban area, which I heard is even crazier. Like, are are you still like in the Elizabeth area? Uh, I'm in East Orange. Because I heard about it's like national news that Elizabeth had the drones. Well, that, well, that's the thing. I was just saying, like, uh, I I don't know. Maybe I should fly my drones out and see because I could hear activity out there. Like, I'm hearing like sirens. I've heard sirens that I've never heard before. Like, I don't yeah. even know. Being told they're they're brand new sirens. I don't know if they're different vehicles. Um, I've heard extended amounts of sirens going on for like, uh, I don't yeah, know, I have to times. Um, so I don't know what's happening, but I'm also in an area where there's like bands of vigilant, like out off-road bikes here. Like, you know, they're, they're, they travel by the thousands throughout the streets. So I don't know if they're like trying to corral them or figure out what's happening. There's just the normal, you know, uh, crime that's happening, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what's happening in Elizabeth because that's little news to me. Well, it's national it's national news in Elizabeth, New Jersey. That it's like not even on our local news. It's like on you know Fox, CNN. They're talking about how they put drones to uh, the drones to fly to people and tell them to like social distance yourself. Oh yeah, people. they yell at them and stuff like that. Yeah, the drones. it's happening yeah. in Elizabeth. And, like oh, the man. manufacturer was like, "Guys, relax. It's not that bad. We're they're not armed. We're not. We take no pictures. We record nothing. We're just telling the people like you know to get away from each other." Wow, that's great. The the, the drones actually say Susan on the side of them. How about how about <laughs> the like a, and they have a bitchy haircut. How about I mean her Karen Karen. You would have gotten like, in trouble there, if you went to a uh, if you went to any store with a bandana over your face prior to this. Like you're not getting let in. Now it's mandatory to look like you're about to stick at the M up. Bro, oh, yeah, we won't <laughs> let you in certain places. Why have them? So that's actually, I actually, honestly, like to me, because like I have, uh, Mike has basically the same thing. Like I have a buff, like it's like this fucking like skin tight thing that goes over your face uh, to give them a plug too, Clint. Thank you very much. Uh, Anyway, and it has like the bandana pattern. So I fucking love it. It, Like looks awesome. So it's like, uh, oh my God, excuse me. Uh, But it's like now 
Like, it's like, I want to wear that thing all the fucking time. The only thing that, like, the positive that can come out of this is, like, the whole facial facial recognition thing. Oh, like, it's yeah. like, like, fuck that. I'll wear a mask motherfucking forever. Like, that sounds great. Like, it's almost like, well, here's again, they're like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because, like, you're talking about facial recognition. So do you guys have the iPhone with the, the face identifying? Yeah, mine. Yes. I wrote well, that in my when phone. When I have a mask on, it'll still recognize my face and open it for me. <laughs> oh, see, my dude, my yeah. mine's the opposite. Like my my phone, like never opens for me now. Like I have like my mask on and like a pair of shades or some shit or like huh. like my hat like like down real low and that thing's like uh no. Put your I mean, fucking coat in. You're done up that much. But I, well, I noticed. Well, I mean, you know, plus I got a lot of you know, like when I put a mask on, it looks like you know a seventies fucking porno bush like coming out of coming out of like you know. Like briefs like this, you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, I, I guess I'm like I Ron Jeremy. I was freaking out, uh, obviously, way before everyone, and I had the mask on at one of the stores, and the guy was like, "Dude, you look, you're gonna hold this place up. What are you doing?" <laughs> I mean, I'm always. I, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The story's okay. better. The story's better. I went to go get my last paycheck at work, and my uncle was in his office, and I knew because somebody earlier said that to me. So I'm banging on the doors, going. Uncle, I'm walking up the steps. Uncle, I'm walking. I knew he was going to be freaked out. I'm like, I'm coming up the steps. He goes, ah! Puts his arms up. I'm like, it's Mike. I'm coming. And I literally open the door. And he's like, ah! With his arms up in the air. I'm like. Yeah. He's like, and then after I put the baseball back down, I gave him a big hug. And it was the whole thing. Like, why was he being such a pussy? Yeah, I had black gloves on and the fucking black bandana around my face. <laughs> so, uh, Biagio, what have you been? Um, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy during this? I mean, are you st- obviously you know tattoo parlors are closed, but I know um, I know you do some some personal work for like personal clients and stuff. And, yeah, like, have yeah. you been have, busy? I have some personal some personal things, but uh, I go in full full protective gear, like everything. Uh, I go through maybe. I mean, I, I'm normally overly protective. I do maybe about a box of gloves for each client. So, okay. Like, it's normally, you know, everything's very, very, uh, I treat everybody as if they have Ebola all the time, you know? So now it's like, I'm in like my, my zone <laughs> when it comes to this. Um, but I'm not doing it too frequently. I'm keeping d- distances. So it's only very select people that I am working in and only with um, house calls if I am doing it. Um, this way they're in their environment. They're already, you know, keeping everything. And I come in fully protected. I have uh, like face masks similar to this, but... This one's like more like my grocery shopper. You know? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I got uh, the disposable ones for when I'm working on clients and such. Um, uh, are you? You're also, uh, you know, I'm sure. You know, I've, seen, I've seen a bunch of your artwork. Obviously, extremely impressed. I love. Uh, I'm a big tattoo guy. I'm covered in tattoos. Um, and you know, like I said, I've seen a bunch of your artwork. Um, you do uh, air, airbrush work too. Uh, I mean, I have. I pretty much dabble in in like all of the the mediums. So the only thing I haven't done is sculpt out of marble. <laughs> I mean, okay. pretty much. That's gonna <laughs> say. You know, take you could take some of these masks and airbrush some. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, Dra- yeah. Drac- Dracula fangs on them and sell those things on Etsy. I mean, eventually <laughs> people masks. are uh, people <laughs> people are people are going to want to take this, you know, and accessorize it to a whole new level. So we're going to have to oh, get ahead of the game. <laughs> I, I mean, I even I even went out and I. I when the scare was in China, it didn't even hit over here. I started ordering, like, you know, I guess fashionable masks, you know, and right. uh, <laughs> like I like this was this was supposed to be a really cool looking one, and it just turned out to be basically it looks like a bra. Yeah, like 
side. And um, so I, I was waiting for the other ones, and I got one that kind of looks cool. It's like velvet and all this stuff. But um, it still took over a month to come here, and it, and that was like before the the huge scare was hitting. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it hit, you couldn't even order anything. I don't even know where it's Seriously. at now. <laughs> but no, it's not a bad idea. Accessorizing, <laughs> right? Uh, actually, that's funny, Henry. Ask you that because I want to ask you: um, Are you are you using this time to be creative? Like, are you coming up with? Because I know I love to see what you're working on with uh, besides tattoo stuff, just art. Like that badass art you have behind you, and just I've actually, I've been treating it like a complete veg session. Like I just decided that I'm not gonna do anything. I mean, my girl's pregnant, so I've been spending a lot of time with her, just kind of yeah. getting her. Uh, congratulations, but, brother! Oh, thank you, thank you. But um, honestly, I've been I've been just brainstorming, trying to think of like ideas and concepts and things that I want to do. So now I would say this week is like my kind of like take all that all that time thinking and just start to do and produce let me ask you something are you having a hard time being creative uh a little bit i, I guess like i said because i'm i'm in this like veg state and also yeah. i don't know there's like a little film of like depression around yeah. the world type of thing happening too you know so like like i don't know what would be like the thing that i don't know i guess would be the message that i would want to put out there you know yeah like, I do normally do the darker stuff and like talk about the, you know, the dirtier side of, of life and all these things when it comes to my artwork. And now I don't feel like that's the message I want to put out during yeah. this time. You know, gotcha. I feel like it's already there. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, I've, I really need to be creative. I've had from every uh, business I'm in, whoever's my partners, like it's time to fucking get creative. And it's been very hard for myself. Um, and normally I'm a meditator. I have probably have meditated three times. Uh, I normally work out. I probably worked out twice. But creat- creativity-wise, what I've got myself into is uh, – this is so corny, but whatever – is sourdough baking a bread. And I can't stop. I cannot fucking stop to the point where like – the point where I, I, can't, I can't feed me and my family any more bread <laughs> that I literally killed my I, – I spent – Two and a half weeks just to get a starter to, 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 to come to life. And now it's like alive. It's so cool, man. This 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 feeling I'm like this connection I have with the starter now it's like literally I could hear it almost like talking to me. It was so cool. And and I just can't stop. Like I'm up till two in the morning just fucking kneading this dough and, and setting it and then and uh but it's to the point now where I, I just physically can't even eat any more bread. And I don't like my 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 son has a gluten allergy, so the poor kid's got bright bright red ears. He's like, "Daddy, this bread's so good." I'm like, "Dude, I'm gonna kill you. You can't eat any more bread." So I think I'm gonna kill the starter tonight. I think I'm gonna kill it, man. I'm gonna kill my baby tonight. Just kill that starter. Put him in the fucking fridge. No way, dude. You know what? You you have you have fucking you know neighbors and stuff like you know. No, I do because that is. Let me tell you, man. Like sourdough is the most difficult bread to make. They don't want your Corona <laughs> bread right now, bro. What? They don't want your Corona bread right now. No, no one really wants oh, that's, it. Yeah, that's true. That's it's true. funny because my that's father's funny. like, my dad was like, uh, saying about you know basically like like, I if the sourdough or whatever is like, almost like it's like it's a fucking mertigan bread. I'm like, that's yeah, the hardest fucking bread to make. When it's time it to is. get to Italian breads, this is gonna be nothing. Yeah, like, you always do, dude. That's that's something that I've always attributed with fucking DJing, scratching records, and all these things. You try the hardest fucking thing possible, and practice it a million goddamn times. 
all the other stuff will fall into place. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm looking. I'm looking all at the other like, stuff will fall into place. Yeah, I'm looking at like focaccia and and shibatas and all the other stuff that everyone wants. That shit is gonna be so easy. The, the problem is you can't. I can't get yeast right now. So I had to, I, I, had, I had to like reverse do everything because I had to make my own yeast. By you know, with flour, water, and just fucking which, which by which by itself is fucking amazing, dude. You're talking about you know like fermentation process, the same thing like brewing beer. Like yeah. After after this, like you should seriously fucking you know get. I'm sure you have a stand, get a kettle, and like literally just brew a batch of beer. You have no right. idea because of your culinary background. I fucking because that's the only reason I was ever good at beer was because of like I thought outside of the box with like flavor profile stuff. And it's the hardest part was always fermentation. Like that's why it's Chuck, hard that's why, cold weather, right? That, well, that's why Chuck and I were fucking great at what we made because Chuck is just like he thinks on like a whole other fucking level, of, like you know, like scientifically with things. He understands that process where like my creativity side is just like fucking through the roof. And it's like that's why every like the beers we made were fucking banging. Yeah, they were. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, guys. Biagio Enklin, he used to make some cr like before craft beer was cool. Him and our friend uh, Chuck, they the guy from Carton, they used to brew beer in his little ass tiny fucking apartment kitchen. That they took over the whole fucking place. Turned it looked like Breaking like Breaking Bad. It looked like it looked like that. If, that was definitely like we we've said that multiple times. Like if a cop just if they just decided to like kick in the door, they would have just shot us on sight. It looked like a fucking meth lab in there. Yeah. Like we had we had like like spinners going with fucking with beakers like like you know spinning yeast trying to get yeast activated uh like all you know work chillers all these pipes and all this crazy yeah. shit <laughs> this tiny ass apartment and it was like before craft beer was cool and his beer was fucking good man no and now and good. now one of our previous guests on the no carnival parking was chuck weck who's one of the you know he's one of the high the highest ups at carton brewing in new jersey and anybody who knows good beer knows that that's good yeah Biagio, before we run out of time man i want to talk to you about uh what is it like because the way you, you tattoo, yeah, you tattoo people in New Jersey, that's awesome. But you also are very well known for traveling the world, not even the country, the world tattooing. And you have a, a really big name in some, like, I don't want to say obscure, but just countries that are just, you know, Austria and different places that you have these this uh, this cult following other places. What's that like, man? And I, I know because you're my friend, but the way you do it is pretty cool, too. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how uh, how it is on their side because I'm always a visitor, you know. So like, yeah. I'm always there, just wide eyed and just trying to take it all in. Uh, Austria is definitely there's always well received. I go there, everything works out great. I, they're they're asking me always to come back and all that. Uh, that's one of the hardest things that's happening to me now. I actually had to even cancel a lot of like flights and trips and yeah. even obligations with my sponsors because. I had all these travels set up and now with everything happening, I can't, but when it comes time to doing it, it's, it's really exciting. Um, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain or answer the question properly, I guess, but. But just tell us a little bit about how you like, how you, a lot of times you just will work with on a bike. Like you, you'll, you, a lot of times you what, you'll get a bike, right? A motorcycle, a backpack. Oh, yeah. Like you go very, you go very minimalist. Yeah. I mean, if I can travel with just my backpack, that's, ideally what I do. And if I'm doing my backpack, I at least set up a few friends that will have, um, you know, like disposable equipment and stuff like that for me and maybe do some, some couch surfing stuff, you know, little, yeah. little things like that. Cause most of my luggage is going to be my helmet and my, my riding gear. So I need to just have enough to put on the bike. 
um, those are my, my best experiences. Cause I mean, I'm really just kind of taking it day by day and experience by experience. So it's kind of like a back, uh, backpacking type of, uh, it, I don't know, type of thing, you know, um, going and this country was really cool in California. I did, I did that for about three weeks straight, which ended up being a really eye-opening uh, time in terms of like figuring out what is important in life. You know, is it really important to be able to secure just one location all the time and to establish yourself and familiarity, or can you like go out there and be able to just, you know, go in without any, any, any safety net, let's say. Mm-hmm. So just, meeting people. Uh, and I guess the biggest thing I noticed more than anything is just how willing people are to, to help you and to kind of like, like be there to just, I don't know, like take, take in the experience, the fact that you're there, they really want to have a piece of that. So like tattooing really en- enables me to like, to give them that I can at least, uh, exchange whatever it is that I can with tattooing. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, I always feel like it's not enough for me because like what they're giving me is an opportunity and that experience, it, it's not like, I don't know. It's a, it's a memory that lives with me forever. So, um, I don't well, know. You it's, also give that, you also well, give the client a memory forever too. I mean, you're putting, you put a piece of art on them for the rest of their lives. Uh, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Um, let me ask you another thing. So have you been a tattoo artist your whole adult life? Uh, well, by adult life, that's a that's a hard one. You know, I I grew up really fast as a youth, so I always felt like an adult, I guess. Um, but in terms of when I started, I, I guess I was like 21 when I started, and uh, still going to college and finishing my degree. So like I kind of like um, never used my degree and, went, and then just continued into tattooing. So in a way, yes, you know, I. I've been so you never you, you never had you never had a right out the gate, right out the box, let's say, you made a decision that you're going to almost be an outlaw to make your money and not uh, go to the... I mean, in, when I started, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't outlawed anymore. It was, it was, no, I don't much... mean outlaw like that. I mean like outlaw in the sense of not going into like, you're not going to get a job with XYZ company. Yeah. And... Yeah. I like the XYZ company idea. Like I, I actually was supposed to, I mean, I was going to, I was going to school for computer animation. So like I should have been you know, working for big companies like Pixar and or Blue Sky and stuff like that, and uh, I even did like uh, conferences and stuff for like the big the big shows for those types of things. Maybe yeah. insult as SIGGRAPH. Um, but it I don't know. The more I got involved with it, the more I just didn't like it, and I started doing tattooing because I'm similar to what you said about the sourdough and like you know just it was the hardest art form I've ever experienced. So I wanted to just immerse myself into it. And the more I did, the more I was hungry for it, the more I felt the love for it. And once it came time to, like, you know, decide what I'm going to do, it was really easy. I just fell right into it. So it was easy for you to take that dive and say, fuck it. I don't know if I'm going to make money, but just to, to have the balls. But you did it young. So I think if you do it young, it's a little bit easier than someone that's 30, 40 years old. But there is somewhat money in tattooing, you know, like you knew that going in, obviously, versus if you made a Pixar movie, that would be probably, you know, another level. But... Tattooing well, at least at the time the the uh, the the money was either 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 the same or maybe I can make more tattooing at that oh, time. Okay, at least at that time. Yeah, <laughs> a little different. Yeah, yeah. yeah but actually, <laughs> don't you think everyone has that doubt? I mean, you're a very good, talented artist, and I feel like every talented artist always has that the, the self doubt. So you still had to take some kind of balls to take that jump to say, you know what, fuck it. Instead of going the safe way, going with Disney or 
whatever company that's already know like you have to take that jump to, to really rely on yourself and your own art. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think with anything, you got to take the jump, uh, without taking that jump, you're, you're never going to know because if you have a safety net, if you have something that you can fall back on, or uh, I don't know, whatever it is, you're never going to try hard enough to, to do what it is you need to do. You know, you don't, you don't have that, that I, I guess I call it like a hustle hunger, you know, yeah. to me. You're, you'll be com- forget- oh, go ahead, go ahead. Clint. You'll Sorry. be comfortable in your shitty existence and just scrambling along versus what I took out of what you said was basically that you it didn't really make a difference because you enjoyed it so much. You wanted to do it for you and become good, good at it for you. And the rest of it will figure itself out, which is how I looked at riding. It was like. I just really want to ride and become really good at riding. And then (laughs) it turned into something that I didn't even weigh more than I ever thought that it was going to turn into. Like I didn't have the plans for how it all turned out. And I'm sure you didn't see yourself going across the world doing this in the very beginning. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, but I definitely wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know that was an option. I was like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just going to ride and make money. Like, that's all I knew. Yeah. I mean, that that's exactly, exactly what it's about. You know, it's like, it's a thing that was what I enjoyed more. You know, it was when, when I was done, I have a, a greater sense of satisfaction. And then honestly, not even when I was done while I was doing it. So I knew that that was, that was the way. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. I just love that. I love to talk about this because if we could just inspire one person that listens to this to, you get out of their shitty existence and because they have some talent because we all have some kind of talent inside of us. Oh yeah. And if we can just get one person to take that jump, I'm happy with this podcast. You know, the fact that we can just get one person that's in their job. They hate, but they're good at uh, making sourdough bread or whatever it is. <laughs> and they say, fuck it. Let me go uh, tr- take, try it. I just want to get more and more people uh, that can inspire others to take that jump and say, fuck the man and just rely on yourself I mean- and, uh, and do it. You guys can uh, add to it or whatever, but I think that the whole thing is being uh, enjoying what you do. You know, when people overshoot that and they're just like, oh, I need to make money so I can buy this or buy that. But uh, that's why I think society is so sad today, because most people are doing things just to get by, just to own stuff instead of doing it from a place of I would have done this anyway. And now... You know, because you're how good are you going to get at something that you're just doing just to do? Right. Good yeah, enough to do it. And then that's it's sad, it. Man. It's sad. And I, but the thing is, I can't shit on those kind of people either because I have two kids and I get it. You know, yeah. I've done a lot of shit that I don't I didn't want to do because once you have ki- like once your situation, once you get older and your situation gets more, um, you become the person that's really uh, responsible for others. You start doing stuff, but it doesn't mean that the amount of time we put into things like even researching conspiracies or whatever, you could, when you are working, you could go home and, and work on that other thing. Like, there's always a way. There's always a way to get the fuck out and, 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 and do what you want to do. I mean, Henry fucking, Henry's kind of more like, like we've almost, Henry and I have both kind of went backwards. We did exactly what we liked, loved forever, and now we kind of put our, went back into the matrix, let's call it. But I'll tell you one thing, yeah, but me Henry too. fucking every night, Henry fucking spins records till fucking two in the morning. And he's got to wake up at seven to go to work and he's fucking <laughs> figuring shit out. And I'm I don't know whatever fucking creativity I got, whether it's on the phone with comics <laughs> trying to schedule fucking shows or whatever the fuck it is. I, I'm not here to suck my own dick, but whatever the fuck I'm doing. But 
you know, I just, like I said, my, my main purpose of this conversation right now, and hopefully uh, as this podcast um, keeps going, is to just get people to see, especially young ones, to see that there's other shit other than fucking, you know, I think this whole, I think this whole coronavirus pandemic bullshit is going to wake a lot of people up. I think I shit, so. I, I think shit always gets away from these motherfuckers. I don't, I don't know if it's a pandemic. Like all my, like a lot of my, I call my teachers the elders, whatever, they all say, they don't go out with, they don't go out with masks. They say it's bullshit. They don't believe it. And I'm like, I'm too scared. Once again, cause I'm kind of half in the matrix. I got kids. Like, I don't want to get it. So I'll put the mask on. I don't care. But they like laugh at you. Like you're wearing a mask. Really? Like they, they think it's all bullshit. But my point of saying that it's because I think a lot of things, whoever's the powers that be, whoever the fuck's in charge, I think they think they're smarter than they fucking are. And shit gets away from them. Like the internet, like fucking LSD. Like possibly the freedom of, the freedom of information act. <laughs> yeah. Possibly got, also like this them. pandemic, like us all sitting home. I think it's going to create a reset that these motherfuckers don't ever wish they ever created. People are going to start buying from their local motherfuckers. They're uh -huh. not going to, they're going to pay $2 yeah. more for a set of nails and go to the hardware store. They're going to they go are. to the bar, they're not going to go to Chili's or whatever anymore. They're going to go to a regular local <laughs> bar. They're going to buy carton beer and Icarus beer, not fucking Coors Light. They're gonna do. They're gonna do all that kind of shit because, and besides that, they're also gonna find what they love, and they're also gonna see a lot of motherfuckers are that that what they were doing at work was bullshit because now they're doing exactly what they were supposed to do in the comfort of their own home. You're giving too many people day too much getting credit. All their fucking work done. You're giving too many people too much credit. No, man. Yeah, they're gonna get sucked <laughs> right back you know, you know in what, to the exact okay, fucking same okay thing they were doing. It's, it's and, okay, to, it's okay a, to give people credit. A lot of for, people are sitting home. Listen, I there's a there's a very small percentage that that's going to happen with, and most of most people are going into a fucking hole right now, mentally and physically, because most people aren't working out and they're fucking getting in a funk and stuff because they're whatever bum. They don't have a job and this and that. So I think that we had like how many suicides a day before? This can't be helping any of that. Yeah, listen, I, 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 Clint, I do agree with you with that. I, I have to you're going to have I a small blessed, percentage. I because I, I love my kids. I love my wife. Imagine, I was thinking to myself, I know so many motherfuckers that hate their wives that can't wait to go to work. You're stuck. And they got to be stuck <laughs> fucking all day with their wives. Those like, again, I, they're you're choice. Right, you're right. You're right. Imagine that. Imagine how much you fucking hate your wife's fucking face and you got to be in the house with her for fucking six months. How bad that would be. I probably shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have got married. That's why I think marriage right, exactly. Well, but so yeah, so maybe there's a silver lining there too. He's like, oh, you know what? I fucking hate this broad. Why am I married to her? Right. Well, and you're gonna have a lot of divorces after this, probably. <laughs> uh, Yo, how sick is this? How sick is this? On um, uh, the the number one commercial I see is this fucking lady. Fucking, it's a divorce attorney. I see it all the time. Oh no shit. Yeah, I swear so to God, have like, things not worked out for you? Yeah, every day. What's the lady's name? I don't remember. <laughs> Can they sue the government? <laughs> Commercial. Will they be able to sue the government for their divorce? What? You know. Will they be able to sue the government for their divorce? Probably. Definitely. I want to sue over my face, uh, my phone not opening up, like he said before. I actually yeah, have right? that written down <laughs> I, uh, on my phone. <laughs> I want. I want to throw one one last idea out there for you, and think about it from this perspective. Uh, you were talking about before. You know, it's like oh, a lot of people are. Uh, you know, they're not using this time for X, Y, and Z or to be creative or this and that. And they're just sleeping all day or they're, you know, bumming around the house. And it's like, you know what, man, like 
maybe that's not such a bad thing for so, some people yeah. because their life is fucking go, 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 yes. go, 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 yes. go. And honestly, like maybe some human beings really needed to catch up on a lot yeah, of fucking man. rest. I agree with you. And it's like, you know, like, you, you know, it's like you, I'm sure everyone in this, you know, circle of trust here uh, has said the words like, I'm, you know, like, I feel like I'm working myself to death. Like, it's like, like, I'm just, I just like, it's always something. And it's not just work. It's like, like, you know, with Mike, I'm sure, you know, it's, and, and it's and not that it's a negative thing, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I get up in the morning. I got to feed the kids. I got to get, make sure they get to school. I got to, you know, get my shit together. And then I have 20 minutes to get to work. As soon as I get to work, I have like this fucking thing. We got super slammed today and it was nuts. And then I got home and like, you know, the kids have problems at school today and then blah, 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 blah. blah. And then I, all I want to do is watch a show with my wife, but I passed out early. You missed out on an entire day and your entire day was filled with stress. And it's like you got six hours of maybe subpar sleep and you just fucking pushed the reset button and did it all again. Mm -hmm. And it's like maybe some people can take this time and maybe when they get home, they have this chip on their fucking shoulder and they take it out on the person that they love. You know, they say, you know, like, oh, how was your day? Oh, don't fucking worry about how my day was. And now it's like. I just needed to rest. I needed to yeah. stop. I needed to take myself out of the fucking maze for three weeks, mm-hmm. regardless of the, the financial hit we're all taking, et cetera. But it's like, maybe you need to take yourself out of the maze and rest and, and regain composure. I'm going to be the like other maybe, side maybe of the Maybe it'll here. build something you into a new, stronger person because you actually had fucking a month of your life to take it the fuck easy <laughs> i'm gonna be the other side of the coin then you were quick to point out that somebody that's at home with his wife all the time maybe shouldn't have gotten married this is still that person's own choice to have this job for whatever reason because they wanted right. to have the salary and this and that and they're not doing something they enjoy because i can tell you i can get lost in this fucking office doing videos and podcasts until super late at night and that's what that's the whole point is you need to somehow find your way back to that type of life when you're amped to work on whatever it is yeah and that's, oh, I love that. that's I love what that. is going to make people happy and a lot of people are scared to take the cut in pay or this yeah. or that to make it happen your it's lifestyle still, just because oh, you I, enjoy I'm not it willing to give up my lifestyle there you go this and that there you go because i'm going to look listen it's also press style <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm not willing. I'm not willing to give up my fucking bling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I, you know, recently I'm just trying to fucking really, you know, we. I'm sure every single person has had bright moments that were super bright, and I'm sure everybody's had moments that were super fucking dark Except during all of this. Except Clint. Clint's very, you know, right down the middle. He's good <laughs> all the time. <laughs> But, uh, you know, if you if we can come out the other side of this and, you know, I think I, and, I, and again, I think it's people like us that will benefit the most people that are open minded to so many possibilities. And I think that, like, you know, that this is this is, you know, that that cle- whatever term, but that great awakening, like maybe this is your time to see the person being that you really are and yeah. how you're able to deal with things. I agree. As a corny ass fish fan, how hard is it when people say we're in this together that you don't just scream, we love to take a bath? Oh, yeah. I like so, so, so bad. I've said it so many times uh, that I hate uh, myself. 
we're in this together and be like, well, we love to take a bath. It's like, I what was that? They're like, don't they're like, don't worry about it there, fucking Nordberg. I knew I wasn't talking to you anyway. Um, no, but yeah, I do. I, I I'm trying to find the, the silver lining, and it was cool. I, I think it was great, Biagio. Um, what about you? Do you do you see you see positives in this thing? I mean, the the positives are, they're mixed because I, I think no matter what, everything's going to be different. Everything's going to be changed. Yeah. Our social dynamics are going to be different. Uh, I, I was even joking that's going to be similar to Demolition Man, where you know, and and now they even talked about it. They're going to stop doing handshakes as like a yeah. courtesy, you know. So <laughs> I I think. And one way the the benefits are is like we're 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 almost doing a reset on culture at the moment. Yeah. So we we have the ability to think about what is the things that we should do, we shouldn't do. I just read an article today. They're talking about how they're even uh, going to be closing off streets to to car traffic. So now they're going to have like certain cities are doing ten percent of the streets are going to be only pedestrian, only bicycles. Um, whether that's good or bad is to be determined. But I mean the fact that we're we're taking this time to rethink our our system our our structure our culture i think that's a positive but now what we do with that and if it's exactly. beneficial that's the real that's really what it matters yeah on a on a grand scale 100 i think on a personal scale you take this time and you better yourself and i don't mean like hustle hustle like henry said if it's time to sleep sleep mm. you know it's just whatever to do better yourself it doesn't have to be come up with the fucking next you know, be Gary V or whatever bullshit. But you gotta sleep, <laughs> fuck the sleep. Well, that's what I've been doing. Like I said, I I, I took this time to just like veg because like yeah. I don't I don't ever really. So like I'm like you know what like like I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it. Like right now, it's like here's my time to not do a damn thing. <laughs> yep, my wife says it to me every day. You're you're never gonna get this time ever again in your life. Today I woke up at ten o'clock and I was like, like in the beginning of this shit, if that ever happened, I was so disgusted with myself. Today I'm like, ah, it's, all right, it's quarter to ten. Cool. Like, that doesn't happen since I was a fucking kid. So uh, I'm like, wow. <laughs> so uh, that's get up. That's, that's like that's funny, man. I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm sorry. Go ahead, BS. Yeah. No, I was saying I usually get up at like the butt crack at noon. Like that's like my normal like wake up. <laughs> oh, that's gonna change real soon, my man. <laughs> Those days are gonna be over. Hey, uh, what type of bikes do you get when you go on these trips? Um, it, I actually I am fortunate enough that it's friends. They lend me a bike. So um, when I'm in Austria, I had uh, I did a KTM Super Duke, a, a regular Duke. Uh, it was a I had a custom Sportster uh, 1200, supposed to be the the fastest Sportster in all of Austria. Um, and then when I went to Cali, I'm riding a, a, a ZX 300. So you know, whatever I can get, I can get as long as it has two wheels and a motor. I'm happy enough. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Hawaii scooter. <laughs> <laughs> that's is that also a, that's the a thing you've been you've been into for a long time you would like riding bikes and whatnot like well you know motorcycles I mean, etc when i was younger it was all bmx you know and then okay. um, i for some reason i i thought i would kill myself on a, on a motorcycle so i stayed away from them i did dirt bikes for a little bit and then uh my late 20s i decided to get a motorcycle and then i was kind of stuck on that now since then <laughs> Are you uh, are you Mike and I's age? I don't want to I don't want to have to call you out if uh, if you don't want to know. By the way, you're 39. Okay, very good. Yep. Nice man. Okay. Um, I actually had a question real quick. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're over time or whatever. But if you're willing to hang out, then you know, let's hang out. Um, artistically, um, you know, I'm a big art guy. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm covered in tattoos, etc. Um, grew up a uh, huge comic book fan. 
that was like my introduction to it, you know, and like flipping through comic books and like you open up that splash page and it's just like this big like burst of color and like flashes of, you know, like action and all these things. And it was just like, that's what really started my fascination with art and like things like that. And then I started, you know, really got, in, got into like pop art more like um, uh, Lichtenstein was like one of my favorites when I, you know, first saw like, I was like, oh, all these you know, it's like cartoonish. It almost reminds me of like the Batman series from the '60s, and it's like all these, you know, different comparisons that I make. So, like, what was, what was really like one of the first times where you said, like, okay, this is something that, like, you look, you saw a piece of art or whatever have you, and it really, you know, took over, and it said, wow, like, this is something I want to do. Um, well, I mean, if we're talking Spark, like the first, that's uh, I guess that's that's kind of more of a slow entry, um. Because I, I go through those moments that you're saying, wow, and getting inspired and all that. I'll go through those every, I don't know, every couple of months. Sometimes it takes a year sometimes. But, like, I'll get these, these like, like I don't know, these really hard-hit inspirations that, like, I'll see something visual. Um, but in the beginning, I don't know. I just kind of, like, found myself just drawing out of nowhere. Like, you know, I didn't even know I was good at it. I just was doing it. And my art teachers were always telling me, oh, like that, you know, that's really good and that's really good. But it was comics for me. You know, you, you struck a chord there because that was the first time that I heard that you could do something with drawing. And I, I people were seeing my artwork and they were saying it looks like comics because I, I used to create all these characters. I had this whole, like, group of, like, I don't know, guys and, like, weird morphed creatures and dudes. And they, they reminded people of comic book characters. So then, like, I was like, oh, well, let me see what comic books are. I had no idea what they were. So I started looking at Spider-Man and all the Marvel stuff. And then I thought I wanted to be a comic book artist until when I was in high school, I found out how much they made. And I was like, I do want to <laughs> But that's like how much you get paid to go work at McDonald's. I was like, I don't know if I commit to that. <laughs> yeah, if you're just doing like pencil work for Marvel, like, yeah. you, you know, it, you might as well be flipping burgers. It's the same wow, fucking thing, that. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, dude, unless, you know, if you're not, you know, Rob Leefield and you come up with fucking, you know, like a, like specific characters and like your series gets fucking like bought up, like you're just doing pencils or colors or whatever have you. It's all part of the process, which is fucking amazing. But at the same time, like there are very few people in that industry yeah, that really get fucking paid. Um, but like, uh, give me your, give me two of your favorite comic books growing up. I got to hear it. Oh. Uh. Well, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of hard, you know. And it's actually weird that we're talking about like, all right, what are, what are we doing with this time? And I was actually thinking about revisiting all these like comic ideas, the stories, and all that stuff to kind of create content because that's my one of my concerns too about after all this goes down is my my work is really involved, like very personal, yeah. hand on, and everything. And yeah. social distancing is you know put yeah. in a mar on my industry. Like like we, it's really looked down upon to do what I do. Mm -hmm. at this time so now i'm wow. wondering like all right well wow. should i maybe like think about other options or at least parallel certain certain things so uh i'm going back to comics i mean i'm, I'm a huge fan of like the whole the whole uh, movie thing that marvel's been doing with the whole uh, marvel uh, cinematic universe and all that so going back to the beginning the early stuff the earliest i remember was uh spider-man did, um, did you see this this, this one? Oh yeah how great <laughs> is that man yeah, I mean, like, but like, is that, was, is that the the Miles Morales? Yeah, Spider Verse. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was a great movie too. But in terms of, like the the first comic books, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I liked Wolverine a lot just because he had like 
a stuff about him that he didn't know about himself that was lurking there and he kind of couldn't control some of his actions and behaviors and i guess i like the uh the idea of like the incredible hulk too just like this whole jekyll and hyde personality you know like so it, it, those were like my early ones that just really really resonated with me you know it's a certain personality trait to be a fan of the anti-hero you know yeah. we we know we know we know they are doing the right thing but the way that they go about it doesn't always have to be the right way and that's and that's okay yeah, my, my, three, my three favorites were, were punisher wolverine lobo Oh gosh, <laughs> nobody knows about Lobo, dude. That's my like three favorite, a, and Lobo was such my an favorite. underrated character. Yeah. Jesus Christ! When he when he killed Santa Claus was my favorite episode ever, <laughs> and I think I read it while I still believed in Santa Claus. <laughs> Clint, 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 you gotta you gotta chime in on this one. I know you're probably gonna be like. I didn't read comics. You guys yeah, are fucking didn't. dorks. You guys are a bunch of faggots that read comics. I was fucking. Oh, whoa, f word, f word. Uh, would you, you, do you, do you not have, do you not have, do you not chime in on this at all? I don't know. I really guy? don't know any comic stuff, really. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I, <laughs> I, I uh, could barely read and I was outside riding dirt bikes. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's what put a, a big hamper on my comic books is once, once I started like getting heavy into BMX and dirt bike riding, I didn't yeah. buy a single comic book for years after that <laughs> oh nice man okay so i don't know if they go together <laughs> uh you spend too much money on dirt bikes and bicycles and you're to outside do too else. much yeah <laughs> so like you you really like that's why both you comics so are out the window as well yeah unless they're into <laughs> comics unless you find a comic chick and then you're good but it's the same thing you have to get good enough at dirt bikes you have to be I just realized this. You have to be good enough at dirt bikes to get pussy by the time that pussy becomes a thing to you. At the at the age to get it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You, like you already got to be good. But if you're yeah, exactly. But if you suck at that point and it's not helping you in that, then you're totally going to bail on it. But if you're good enough that it it, it may help you, then you're going to stick with it. Man, I just came to this <laughs> conclusion just now. You gotta ride hard, or else you're gonna suck dick at getting pussy. Gotcha. You gotta watch. You gotta watch this guy. You gotta see Clint on the on the dirt bike. It's fucking crazy. Well, he this kid's like a fucking complete madman. He raced. Fucking nuts. Did you race and stuff? I gotta see it. Did you race or anything? Freestyle. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's crazy shit. I wasn't super good though. I settled down. I mean, have you done a? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of super good. Superman. Yeah, he does crazy shit. <laughs> Superman's baby nah, I, shit. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I, I've I've watched we've watched all your fucking videos, and like um, I wouldn't call any of that shit pedestrian at no, all. Like, yeah, he's like the world you know, it's 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 cool. It's cool to play it down. I get it. Like whatever, that's fine. But like that that shit is it's not like oh he oh he jumped into like, I, a ring of fire. Like look at that, it's adorable. Yeah, like, but nah, dude, that's some like sketchy I shit. Think, like that's like unbelievable. Yeah, but you still look at the percentage that you didn't do right like i'm appreciative for everything i did do but i never made it to x games i wasn't like a super big name like <clears throat> so backflip right yeah that's one that that the internet, did one uh, i flipped for 10 years backflip you do yeah 
One what? circus promoter that oh, was no, like... Oh, no, no. The, the fr- front flips. No, oh, front I never flips. did a front flip. No. I didn't even... I by like, the time that come out, I was like, fuck those. Right in their butt. Oh, okay, girl, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just on like little endos, right? You just like, like hit no the No way. And, like, that's super... No. I think that that's something that's happened. Like, uh, I don't know if it's a phenomenon that is only to like this generation, but like from the internet age, like late or early 2000s, late 90s till now, every talent, everything, uh, like, you know, whatever, whatever it was, like all of our heroes that we looked up to that were like at the top of their game, the bar got pushed up so So fast, so hard Mm -hmm. that the stuff you look at that they used to do looks silly compared to that people are doing now. 100%. 100%. Oh, perfect example. Perfect example. Biagio, I was with you. We watched John Jones fight in live in real time. Oh, a yeah. Fuck, yeah. A fucking, that's a fighter. A fighter took, like, you'd watch, like, Randy Couture and all these guys, and you watch fucking John Jones. This motherfucker taught himself on YouTube, and you're like, wait, he looks like he's from fucking uh, a Sega video game. That doesn't even <laughs> look real. He looked like Jax. What game was it? Where there was a guy, like, you couldn't use him. Oh, no, Eddie. You couldn't use Eddie. Like, he uh, looked like. Eddie. That- <laughs> Tekken 2, Tekken yeah, 2. Yeah, he looked like the guy that like, you can't use that guy. Like, me and Biagio watch it. That shit, like, you know, and skateboarding, uh, uh, moto, all that shit. It's, like, gotten so high. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I, mean, I think even tattooing. I think tattooing. It, yeah, even tattooing. Everything. Everything that I'm seeing because people post everything as they're creating it. And, and then the next person sees it. The next thousand, hundreds of thousand people see it. And somebody's got to push the bar. And that bar gets pushed too fast to even be able to to keep up with for some people, especially like I, I don't know for most people. I guess it's just this bar just keeps getting pushed faster and faster, and it's harder to attain. Yeah. Not to be so much of like a, a love fest tonight, but Biagio, you it was that way when I saw your art. Like holy shit! And now I see things on Instagram that I'm like, and and I, I still think I, I love your art. You know, I'm a big you're one of your biggest fans, and I don't know how the fuck you do what you do and all that shit. Because uh, Biagio doesn't use, like, stencils and all that. It's crazy what he does. If we want to get into, like, the technical part of his art. But then there's people. I saw something recently. I forget what it, it wasn't even. The subject matter wasn't even that amazing. I forget. It was some some portrait that I'm just like. It was so in-depth that I was like, what the? How, that can't be real. I mean, it definitely was real. But these portraits and things that these guys are doing, or what girls, or whoever's doing them, it's just so fucking crazy. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and and you you hit the nail right on the head. YouTube, YouTube has been like uh, all the top artists that are at least like that are taking all the awards all over are usually uh, taught on YouTube by themselves. Like yeah. they're just watching the next one and watching and just keep pushing the bar. Yeah, and you, I guess when you um, when you're cutting your teeth in the beginning, you don't really have much to lose. So you you make all your mistakes quick and you just keep grinding, 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 grinding. And, you know, you can shine faster. But I think once you get caught up in, like, the expectation and, and your, uh, you know, just your, your daily grind and the things that you're used to in your comfort zones, um, you start to, like, lo- lose that progression that uh, somebody who's just trying as hard to be better than the next person yeah. has in the beginning. And maybe that's what, the, that's what it is. I have one last question for you that I know it's a little cliche, but it's the last question I have. Your first time you ever put a tattoo on, on a human, what was that feeling like? Uh, well, I remember it was like this. It's not doing anything that I'm act, asking my hand to do. Like it was one of the most frustrating things ever. Um, but at the same time, it, it kept it kept me super super interested. And I don't know what other people would say. Some people are would be scared or not, but I can tell you, I, I didn't have a, a, a shred of fear in me at oh. all. 
it was just like I just got to get this done and I got to conquer this. It was a really like like a battle, I guess. <laughs> How did the person like it? They like it? Uh, well, I was fixing up one of their tattoos. Like that was like my first tattoo, I guess. So, um, I guess they loved it because it looked a hell of a lot better than what they okay. had, uh, which also helped me because like. I, I guess in one way I knew I couldn't do worse than what they had. <laughs> so You've done that for me before. You know, so kind of, yeah. Can you can you tell us what it was, or is that it was off like limits? You know, it was early two thousands. I think it was two thousand one. So you oh know, no, well, the the the, the, ta the tattoo was itself. <laughs> everything tribal. back then was tribal. <laughs> it was always a tribal. Okay, okay, very good. Yeah, it was like some type of like yin yang uh, meets Goldberg type of tribal. <laughs> <laughs> right, right in the center of the lower back. No, no. I, well, <laughs> I've had a couple of those. Oh I, yeah, I had one in the center of the back where, like, I had um, one of my I when I used to do telemarketing before I was actually a tattoo artist and while I was in school, <laughs> and when I left that, the the boss of this telemarketing agency was uh actually was a an absolute overlord, like he was a dungeon master for like all these like S and M slaves. And yes. apparently my, my manager was one of his slaves and I didn't know, but my one friend who I got the job there eventually told me about it. I'm like, come on, bullshit. Like, get the fuck out of here. So uh, he invites me over to the house. Sure enough, he shows me the dungeon, all of the equipment, everything, the, the whole horses and, and paddles and whips and all this other stuff. And he asked me to tattoo one of his slaves. So, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I, I just started out. I didn't care. I just want to work anywhere I can get it. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And before I, I got to do this, I got to watch her, you know, get whipped. And oh, I don't even know, how, maybe like 20 plus times with this acrylic paddle. And it was, it looked pretty painful, but she was like really, really enjoying it to the point where she's asking to come, like, please let, let me come. And then finally he lets her come and she just gushes, hits the floor, everything all over the place. So I was like, okay, this is real. Like, she really did get off on this. So now I go to tattoo her, and I'm tattooing this tribal on her back, in the middle of her back. And while I'm tattooing her, she is crying bloody murder the whole entire time that I'm tattooing her. And I'm just like, I watched you get off on pain, like, yesterday. And now you're here telling me this is the worst experience of your life. I don't get it. <laughs> was, it in the same, was it in the same area where she was getting paddled? It was a little higher. But a, you know, a little higher on her okay. ass, and this was on her back. So yeah, it was definitely a different area. But I thought pain is pain, you know. Like you would like if you find <laughs> yeah. some pleasure there somewhere, you know. <laughs> I expected her to get off on it too. What's that? I expected her to be pumped on it too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great fucking. And, and don't story get me wrong. That. I've had I've had clients who actually did get off while I tattooed them. Like like get the them. fuck out of here. <laughs> Swear on that right now. There's oh. two. I only two, but my whole career I had two. One was a, a girl on her foot, and she she came in the chair, <laughs> and a, and another one did too. Maybe there was more, but these were the ones that were vocal about it. Both 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 female, correct? Yeah, I mean there okay. might have been. Oh, nine he's not gonna tell you guys about me when he's doing my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> but you were jerking say, off. I'm like, listen, I know I know which tattoos you've done on fucking Mike, so I feel like we need to, you know, maybe we need to dive deep on this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was a, an erotic spell for him. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, that that is by far, by far one of the fucking greatest tattoo stories I've ever heard yeah, in my man, life. Yeah, that was fucking God, great. And, and God 
damn it, I thank you for that one. That Holy was awesome. shit. That, that is awesome. ridiculous. There was I, the I, I got a story in there too. And it had to do with I, first. All right, so we got to go. We're, we're going to the interim story right now because I want to hear it. I'm sorry. I don't care how long we're going here. We should have a three hour <laughs> show with Biagio. This is amazing. Um, so, like, <laughs> just real quick question for like the two that you know, you know, they were just like, like they're, you're going and you're tattooing. This is very early on in the process, halfway through, almost done. And, or, or what, you know, whichever. And they're like, uh, I'm, I'm going to fucking come. Like, this is like a thing. Like, I, I like, just break, just break it down real quick. I want to know. Okay. The, the first one did, did exactly that. I, I remember <laughs> like I was tattooing the foot and it was like, it started shaking and, and, and I was like, are you okay? You know, like, I like figure maybe she's passing out or something like that. And she's like, Oh, and she like, she's like, hold on, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. And then she like grabs a chair and just like tilts her head back. And she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm coming. And I'm like, like what are you kidding me right now like this is really happening <laughs> so I, I was like okay i'll let you go you know and then after she like you know often popped a few a little bit she caught her wind again i'm like so can we finish now <laughs> we, we, we hey, like, bitch i'm on the clock here <laughs> and then the second one that i that i know because of you know what was being said was uh like i know it was happening because there's a lot of times that happen when I'm tattooing and especially girls that like, I don't know if they're in pain or if they're enjoying it. Cause it sounds exactly the same. Like they're moaning, they're this and that and all that. So this one was more of a blindsided one. Cause she didn't tell me until after we were done, she was like, you know, I, I just came there. So like, that wasn't as like noticeable, but that was something that happened. Like, you know, she told me right after and I was just like, I was like, Oh, well, at least that was good for you. <laughs> you know, like when are you going to do this? <laughs> The, the first experience, at what point in your tattooing career did that happen? The, the first time where it was vocal and you knew about it in the whole nine? I think it was like year four. Okay. Yeah, something like that. So this is, this is like, uh, it's like, wow, I've been doing this a while and uh, not going to lie. First time that happened. That's Holy good. You, you can't well, have that right off the bat. <laughs> you can't have that right off the bat, you know? So that's good that it was a little bit. Because you, you would have gotten well, spoiled. Oh yeah, they didn't even doing the flash thinking he was fucking the shit. Yeah, third he girl. Fucking people fucking the worst tattoos ever exactly. thinking it's so good. Third tattoo. <laughs> she gets off and he's just like, I'm the man. Oh, I'm then the it man. just never oh, happens yeah. again. Like, this, this <laughs> like, that's the way you market yourself at that point. It's like, listen, I'll draw that stupid fucking butterfly that you want right on your foot and you will come your face <laughs> off. I'll be, be tattoo suave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, can you can you say what the design was or give us a hint? You know, I don't remember that part. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I mean, okay. yeah, you gotta think about how many tattoos he's done. That's oh, unimportant. If, if you're in the ballpark, I mean, like, you know, you're in the, you're in the well into the thousands, correct? Yeah, I would say. Uh, just because, like, there was a time where I remembered all of them, and somewhere along the lines, I just lost track. And then, like, somebody reminded me I was doing it for uh, 11 years, which meant that I, I totally missed my 10 years of tattooing. Like, that <laughs> <long>. <laughs> so, like, um, yeah, just don't remember. <laughs> re re remind me really quick. Are you are you in a shop at all or are you, you're doing, like, mostly independent stuff or uh, primarily no, independent stuff? Uh, yeah, now I'm freelancing. So uh, I'm, I'm working out of uh, various shops as a guest artist, traveling, um kind of doing even even house calls and and private studio work so i'm kind of you know pick and choosing how and when i work guys you if someone wants to get a tattoo from you or see your artwork where they check you out uh instagram.com biagio artist 
Yashio I'll, artist. I'll put it in the notes. Put it in the notes. He does the best. I, I, this guy is next level. His art. Um, I don't know if I'm ever gonna let you tattoo my wife again, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 But, uh, okay, last question. Was any of them Mike's wife? <laughs> no, no. I'll just make sure it hurts a little extra if I do it again. Oh, sh- oh, oh shit. I, I'm, bigger. I, I don't know. I, 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 I might have an issue with you too there, fucking day. Damn, son. Anyway. Um. All right, guys. This was great. This was no fil- it was This was number seven. Did you almost say no filter, Paul? No filter, I Paul. I swear to God. <laughs> He's like, all right, everybody, this was no filter, Paul, and uh, we gotta go. No, but this was great. This was great. Biagio, when we get the studio, you will be a regular. All right, right on. I I, gotta ask a question. Yeah. No carnival parking, right? Or no parking carnival? No carnival parking. What? Why is there no parking at this carnival? We'll discuss it in the studio. (laughs) No. uh... We will. That's that's gonna be the promise. Okay. The, the net when we when we have that discussion it will you. be in the studio okay <laughs> promise just, okay just you, you will find out you. the the origin the very in-depth complex you know odyssey that is you know what's crazy motherfuckers you're you know building crazy? it up biagio good. had biagio did a podcast in that studio before you two. <laughs> oh, i still haven't okay yeah That's it was cool. me biagio and joe did oh, he, I was gonna say I thought it was Big Man too. Did yeah, he ever? And, and was in there. But did he ever park there for the carnival? He didn't park there for the carnival. All right. No, like why would he? Why would? Why would he do that? Clint, why would he do that? <laughs> but guys, like, at, like answer, answer your own. There's question. There's no other okay. place to park. That's why, and he knows Mike. <laughs> All right, guys, this was great. Yeah, oh, you. I hope you are regular on this show that goes nowhere. But other than our, oh, this is fun. And, uh, thank you. That's what it's all about. All right, carnival, no carnival parking. Get the fuck out of here. Number seven, park down the street. Um, Yo, peace. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you guys. Please, thank you, Biagio. If, if, you, Biagio, if anyone luck, subscribes, all right. yeah, best of luck to you, brother. Like, if anyone subscribes to this show, 